What's up, everybody? We are back with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I'm your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, Tommy Tomatoes. Hey, how you doing? And we are joined by one of our first guests, actually the first guest, yeah. uh, our good buddy, Hunter, Hunter Pontier. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> We're going to talk about a whole lot in this segment here, but I think first things first, round two just started yeah. right now. Um, so we're going to do a little live stream of the day two picks. Yep, absolutely. Um, Jacksonville, Jacksonville's on the clock right now. Um, we have a lot to talk about day one, obviously. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, crazy, crazy day. Head scratchers, trades. There were trades that didn't happen that we thought were going to happen. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys ended up getting the you know the player that they wanted to without having to trade up. I'm looking at you, New England, uh, <laughs> and but Washington. and and Washington. I mean, Washington. You know, you thought they might have gone. We're targeting a quarterback, but I mean, so, so but that makes the most sense. For yeah, them. yeah. But Nate, New England, especially. You know, the, you know they wanted Mac Jones uh, and didn't have to trade up for him. So good, good for them. Yeah. Um, but he has, he has a weird body frame. He has the weirdest <laughs> you know, body frame. He does. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. It's really just perfect. Yeah, it's, I know. Especially when you're going from, like, you know, a quarterback like Tom Brady for the last, like, 20, 21 years or whatever, and you're going to, like, uh, Mac Jones here. They don't it's like just, abs up in don't, New don't, England. Hey, you know what, though? Mac Jones is the perfect guy that you want to sit down and have a beer with. Exactly. Chat about all his experiences. Yeah, I think uh, it's have multiple beers with, because you can see that guy got a beer gut. You sold me a beers. Yes. <laughs> speaking hey, of beers, absolutely. speaking of beers, uh, as always, you know, we are beers beers on the gridiron uh we review different beers um from different breweries every podcast uh today i am starting off with i got a variety pack so i'm gonna have a couple different beers throughout the podcast but uh from hop valley brewing company uh this is the first time i've ever had one of their beers uh so i'm excited to see what they're all about uh i started off with cryo stash uh it's an imperial ipa uh 8.7 so so a lot of you know, it's it's very you know it's a strong it's a stronger IPA. It's it's a little bitter. Um, it's kind of it has kind of like a citrus aroma, you know, tropical flavor Ooh. with it. Um, but you know, a little bit bitter. It doesn't really it, it's it's a it's smooth to to an extent, but it doesn't really hit like super hard. Um, but you know, it's it's a. It's 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 a solid beer. I, I I'd have to give it like a six point one on my scale. Yeah, like I, I was gonna say, I would, I would grade it at you know a C. It, it passed. Okay. It yeah. passed, but am I gonna go back to it? Uh, just like my first wife. No. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look forward to this beer. But if it's put in front of me, I'll drink it with no problem. Well, absolutely. I'll, I'll do it. I'll fucking drink anything. Yeah, I, I'll I'll I'm known to drink anything. Absolutely, I'll drink Paris Eve vodka. Dirty water, <laughs> dishwater. So no, I'm, I'm actually uh, I'm curious to see what the variety pack brings you guys. I know you have a couple different beers going on here, so you know, I'm looking forward to seeing your reviews on that. But uh, I wanted to give Cape May Brewing Company another chance. Another shout out, Cape May. Cape Sponsor May. this podcast. <laughs> Please. Um, I'm real, we're, really, we're really big fans of your stuff, and I, I really hope that like, you, know, you guys can hear this and you know, do like what we say about your beer. However, I got the Cape May Double IPA Coastal Evacuation, and by far this is the best, the, the best IPA I think I've ever had. I love it. It has like a what a hint of um, 
uh, orange citrus and honeydew melon, and you honestly taste that citrus. A hundred percent, and it's delicious. And it's strong. It you, dr- strong. you drink six of those, yeah. and I'm talking six for people who have a taste for the the alcohol. Uh-huh. You drink six of those, you're feeling nice. Yeah, I know. You're feeling real nice. I was actually, I bought them yesterday, and I was gonna have them wait till tonight. But of course, the draft going on, nerves are going. I was like, yeah, let me break it out a little bit. I drank five of them, so I only have one left. So I'm actually enjoying this one now. And then you um, got into the bourbon. Then I got into the yeah. bourbon. You know, I was kind of nervous about where the Eagles were gonna go, which we'll get into later. But anyway, uh, I digress. So I would rate this one. I would go an eight point nine. It's delicious. It's right. It, it really is right yeah, up there. It's really good. It's good. very, very good. I, I, I wish I had more to give you, but you know, my irresponsible ass self fucking drank them all last night. Hey, so. you know, it's cool. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I, <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. So, uh, love it. Yeah, great beer. Great beer. Hopefully, the rest of these hot valleys are really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, first one, good, not great. We'll right. see what the next ones, uh, what we have in store for the next couple. Move on to the mango stash. Ooh. Well, we'll talk about that. that We'll talk about that shortly. So right now we have Jacksonville on the clock uh, to start off round two. What do you think about their first picks? Um, Well, obviously Trevor Lawrence. I mean, we saw this coming, uh, I don't know, September last year, you know? Try try maybe like three years ago. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, I'll give them credit. They won the first game of the year, the Jaguars did last year. So you're thinking, okay, maybe they'll raffle off a couple wins, and then they just went to shit. So probably like... They had a lot of close games, though. The Packers game was very close. they were losing. So you kind of knew this was coming, like late September, early October. You saw where this team was heading. Well, after the Jets so, beat the Rams, that, yeah. that sealed the deal. I mean, by week six, there was a triple orange week between the mm-hmm. Jets and the, uh, the Jaguars. So uh, A-plus pick there. Love the pick. You know, you got your franchise guy, Urban Myers, there to, you know, see how they go. So love that pick there. However, I absolutely don't know how to express how terrible of a fucking pick um, Connor. Say the name for me. I Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne. A horrible pick, in my opinion. Gr- great player. Yeah, absolutely. G- great player. Maybe the best running back in this class, but just doesn't make sense for the Jaguars, who already have James Robinson, who showed last year Peace. he can ball, and he was an undrafted free agent, so you're not paying him crazy amounts. Right. Okay. So as we're talking here, the Jaguars made their selection for the first round. Okay. Um, so they went ahead and drafted cornerback. Tyson Campbell. That was that was rumored to be yes. their their selection. Uh, one of the best cornerbacks on the board Agreed. still. Uh, I really like that pick mm-hmm. for for Jacksonville. Yeah, and Asante Samuel still there. Yeah, you, you, you know. want you want to shore up that defense now. Uh, I still I feel like I still would have liked them to go offensive line. Uh, not that their offensive line is absolute dog shit, but. Right. But you know, you just drafted Trevor Lawrence. You want to yeah. really solidify it. But uh, Honestly, I thought a good pick for them right there would have been Tevin Jenkins. I, I was. I'm yeah. glad they didn't pick Tevin Jenkins. But I do. Uh, I do understand uh, the Tyson Campbell pick a lot, and right. he's, in my opinion, he's the best cornerback on the board. I mean, arguably, you know, you have Asante Samuel Jr. who's also there too. But I really like Tyson Campbell. Uh, you know, they go next to Henderson you across the wrong with the Georgia Bulldog player. Exactly. Right now this time. Especially defense. Absolutely. Uh, but hey, Georgia. but hey, you you add a guy who has legitimate speed. Uh, he's not he's not he doesn't have great ball skills, but he's got yeah. he's got decent size, 6'1, 193. Um, is he 6'1? Yeah, 6'1. Okay, I like that. Uh, and again, too, like ball skills. 
is kind of like a subjective term because that usually refers to people who pick like pick off and intercept where you know interceptions are great obviously but the main the main concern is not letting receivers catch the ball so if you're knocking down balls i'll, I'll take that every day uh, i like showing up the secondary uh here for jacksonville i think I it's a good too. pick i think um you can't go i mean you can't go wrong with them i think i think he is a good pick too um, as I said before, I would have went Kevin Jenkins here for him because, you know, building from the lines is probably what you want to do when you have your franchise guy to start really building a powerhouse. But, you know, I get it. It's a passing league. Get that cornerback to play back there. So, Jason Campbell's a good pick for them. Yeah. So now, uh, yeah, so Trevor Lawrence, obviously A-plus pick. Yes. ETN. I, I again I think he's gonna be he's gonna be great and you're obviously pairing him back up with Trevor Lawrence, who we had all that success with at Clemson for those past few years. But I I just don't I, I, I just the value right there. I mean, was he gonna go? He probably he's probably going for first round. Yeah, he's probably going second round. But yeah. I, I don't know. You have James Robinson. Yeah, like, I know. And we, I, I said before, they signed Carlos Hyde in the offseason this, yeah. this, this offseason. So. And don't get me wrong. I think ETN is a better option than both of them yeah. uh, in terms of potential. But how much better are we talking about here? And there's yeah. other holes on this Jacksonville right. team that you could have addressed. I would like to see another year James could, Robinson. Could yeah. that potentially lead up to a good trade offer for James Robinson? Well, we, we could see that. I, you could, you, I, don't think, I don't think this year I think you're going to go ahead and run like, you know, dual running backs that's pretty much where this league is headed Absolutely. um and that is successful that works so i think that's good and i and etn is great pass catching ability out of the backfield so i think and i think urban meyer said something that he's a third down back starting off so hey, we could see yeah. james robinson start and get those early down carries yeah. and he, they kind of did what they did with deandre swift uh detroit did with deandre like swift that. this year hey, I, like that. I hope you like special teams exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> or goal line <laughs> yeah but uh but that's that's pretty much what i see them doing is kind of a similar deandre uh swift kind of role um, yeah. for the first bit and then towards the end of the season he takes over uh and then yeah you know maybe you just you run dual running backs for maybe this year and next year unless you get a good trade offer yeah um and who knows no you can gonna give up too much that's, uh, that's what i'm saying i mean you're not gonna get too much but you know if you get a th- if, if james robinson balls and you get like a third round pick third round picks are valuable i, like, I agree yeah they're very valuable yeah. so we'll see where that goes wasn't wasn't very high on that pick love the player just not the location but Agreed. who knows Ho- hopefully it works out so now with that said you have the jets on the clock here mm-hmm. so how do you how do you like both of you guys what do you, how do you see how they did? Uh, so I think we talked about this. I loved the Zach Wilson pick. Uh, it was also pretty well known um, in the last probably like month to two months that they were going Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I was very high on Zach Wilson after the year he had at BYU. Uh, you know, we famously dubbed him the Mormon Mahomes. We did. Uh, we he's did. got a ton of arm talent. Mobile, uh, creative. Very, creative, very creative. If play breaks down, he can make plays happen. Yep. Uh, and You're need that too. I think that's what the Jets need. need I think that. that's what the Jets need. Uh, I, again, I don't think it's fair to to say like Darnold was a, the problem because they really did not build around him. But again, here we go. Here we go with this fifth fifth year option discussion. They were like, you know, we're sitting at two. We like Zach Wilson. He has potential to be better than Darnold. Let's go Zach Wilson, not have to pay Darnold, and we have more time. And that's the big, you know, 
You're, I have I have thoughts on Zach Wilson, but we just have a, uh, a card tournament for the Jets. They have their pick. Ooh. You're gonna like this one. You both are. I'm ready. Wide receiver, Elijah Moore. Ooh, okay. let's yeah. go. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I love this for the Jets because yeah. again, too, this is before. This was even before they signed Corey Davis, but with that, tw- you know they're going quarterback at two, regardless of it was Zach Wilson, yep. Justin Fields, Trey Lance. But it was they did what the Jacksonville Jaguars should have done, you know? Yeah, because like they drafted the quarterback, you get the line. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But the Jets, so with their their initial twenty third pick, I was thinking, oh, they could go, they could go receiver with that twenty third pick, give Zach Wilson another weapon. Mm-hmm. They do have weapons in New York with Denzel Mims. Jameson Crowder, and then you know they signed Corey Davis. They have weapons there, and sure, there, there's potential for Mims to be a number one, but I don't. Think I, I don't think he's so a number you're one. Right. There's potential there. I, I right now, if we stand today, I don't think so. I, 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 I and again, you could be if you're really good, you could be a one A, one B. You can be that yeah. if you distribute the ball that well, but. Corey Davis also a number two. Yeah, I look at Denzel Mims as a number two at, at best. Yeah, uh, Jameson Crowder is in your slot when now. You have he's when he's healthy, yeah, but now yeah. you can move just like what the Giants did. Now you have flexibility down the road where you can move on from him because you have Elijah Moore. Yes. who I like. Can play I like in the, the Jets going offense too. Me too. I know yeah. they got Robert Salad. He'll he'll beef up that defense. A hundred percent. You know it. Find their weak, their weak point. It's going to be the offense. If he's going to take that defense to the next level, yep. boost up that offense. Do what you can. Uh, 100%. I, I'm right behind They got the quarterback. Yeah. They got a lineman. Boost it up with a receiver. Because, like it. Yeah, and, and two, you have to look at it this way. A, a lot of teams, because the NFL is kind of it's in its own category in terms of teams that can turn around in one year. So a lot of, pe- a lot of fans are impatient. They're like, we need all these moves for this year and this year only. No, the Jets are working. Pro- like, Absolutely. build up the offense. You got him. a defensive-minded coach with a good scheme that can help your defensive he's players. He's, he's, I, I was the best. I think he was the best pickup, uh, coaching pickup of he's the offseason. But you, you can build the defense up. Down, like each of the next years, later in the later in the draft, you can find some gems. Yep. But. Next year, you can focus a little bit more on defense, yeah. but you got CJ Mosley coming back, Absolutely. which is a big factor there at the linebacker position and yeah. also a leader. Uh, they have Quinn Williams. They have they have options. So, guys, real quick, um, just more breaking stuff because the second round is moving along very swimmingly. That's what I like to hear. So yeah. Unlike the first. Yeah, right. Not like the first at all. Yeah. I mean, you take 10 minutes to pick Trevor Lawrence. But anyway, so I, wanna, I really want to get my thoughts on the Jets, and I'm going to do that. Let me just mention this. Atlanta's on the clock, but they have traded their pick. Okay. They traded to the Denver Broncos. Ooh, so the Broncos, okay. the Broncos are now on the pick. So okay. I'm really curious to see who the Broncos target here. Um, I think they're pretty good over at wide receiver. They're good. At, they're stacked at wide receiver. Yeah, they're they don't need a wide receiver. Um, I don't know who they're going to take. I would think a lineman. I would think Tevin Jenkins maybe. Tevin Jenkins, yeah. They have Garrett Bowles, who had a good year last right, year. Right. Um, Let me just get my thoughts about the Jets real fast. So Zach Wilson, um, obviously we knew that was coming. I did. I did at, like explain this to you how my, my concern is that he's going from growing up in Utah to then uh, quarterbacking the BYU offense in Idaho, and then coming to a market like New York. You, brutal media. Yeah, brutal, brutal media. Like they'll criticize the shit out of you, but you were very vocal in that you think he's ready for this kind of step. Time will tell, but I don't think that should go unnoticed. 
Um, Barrett Tucker, great pick for that. Great pick. Yeah, good, good straight up option there. Um, a guard slash tackle kind of option. Yeah. Himself. Versatility is the key there. And this is and this is the big thing too, which is the the theme with a lot of these offensive linemen, especially the tackles in this draft, is they're projected. A lot of them are projected to play at guard uh, at the next level, but they have the versatility to be tackles right so Vera Tucker coming in you're gonna have him slot next to Makai Becton and then you know if somebody's banged up he can swing out to the right. left tackle or right tackle but again he, he's projected to be a very good guard at the next level shoring up the offensive line something they should have done with Sam Darnold they yep. tried to do that the last year it, 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 it didn't really work too well but there were a lot of injuries so that happens but I think the Jets game plan so far has been great who did, the, who did the Broncos pick? Okay, so I just want to say Elijah Moore. I love that pick, by the way. I love gave that an A-plus for the Jets early on in the second round. Absolutely here. love it. I think he's probably even the third, fourth, or best wide receiver in the He's draft. a first-round talent, for sure. He is a first-round talent. So the Broncos straight up, as I mentioned before, they took running back Javante Williams. I was just thinking yeah. that. I was so, just thinking. I was like, was like, you know what? They could go running back, and so, they could go Javante Williams, right, my right. boy, out of North Carolina. The, the scoop is that Miami wanted to go there. So they trade ahead of Miami to make that selection. So smart, Miami's smart. Miami's probably fucking pissed off right now. I actually love this pick for Denver. Yeah. I love Javante Williams. That dude is a beast. Yeah. An absolute beast. He He's a home run hitter. He is tough to take down. I mean, the game, I think we were actually all Christmas shopping. Uh for for our girlfriends, we call that Christmas shopping. Yeah, well, we we did about ten percent of it was Christmas shopping, ninety percent of it was drinking at the bar. But <laughs> hey, we got great gifts. We got great one gifts. Of the best Christmas shopping I've ever had. Yeah, easily. You know, we, we should start Christmas shopping like uh, next weekend. Yes, <laughs> yes, we should do it every weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. But dur- during that, it was the game North Carolina's playing uh, Miami, and that was the game where Javante Williams had that run where he just barreled through everybody. And uh, it was like a probably about like a forty yard run. He is a very impressive back. Denver, he is. Denver needed a back here, uh, obviously. But Melvin they're building Gordon. up this offense for no solidified quarterback. Yeah, you know? but but again, too, you, you, sometimes that works out because you go, you build up the offense. So when you do get that quarterback, he has an offense to step into, and, and I, you're not just giving him nothing, right? Because that helps him develop quicker. Confidence too. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and you want that right away, especially in this this day and age where they're evaluating quarterbacks after two, three years. Yes. So you need to show it early. Very true. Um, so the Dolphins might, uh, had a quick backup plan, so they went with safety, Javon Holland. Really? Yes. Apparently, that was their big backup plan. They went with Javon Holland over Morig. Over huh? Morig. That uh. That's, that's that's a little bit of a head scratcher. That's, that's like I I don't even know if he was on my board in round two. Uh, yeah, maybe. So, so with that said, the Eagles are now on the clock at thirty-seven, Uh-oh. and I am nervous. But Ooh. anyway, so I mean, instant thoughts about this pick. I I think you could have traded back. No? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it's 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 kind of sad because Miami's had such a good draft. I know. Uh, up to this point yeah um and again you know holland holland could be uh, a great player but i just i was actually kind of surprised that morig didn't go in the first round Me too. he's easily the best safety on my board I had him going to, uh, Minnesota. yeah I, easily the best safety on my board um and for him to kind of 
you know, fall past a team like Miami like that is a little bit head scratching. Yeah. But to be honest with you, I did not see even like see Holland going there. Um, but you know, I guess they, they like them. I mean, you know, Miami's having a good draft, like you said. So we'll see what happens there. But um, yeah, so excited to see what the Eagles take. Um, I would like to see them go with Santa Samuel Jr. here. I would like that pick for them. Yeah, I would too. Or Jeremiah Wosu Camaro. I love that too. So, I mean, I'm just eagerly waiting for the next pickup here. But now that we're on the Miami Dolphins, so what do you think about their draft so far? I mean, you get Waddle, you get Jalen Phillips. Um, I know you I know you like Jalen Phillips. I you're love Jalen Phillips. Phillips. My only concern with Jalen Phillips is the concussion history. Yeah, uh, I know. And so teams, like players who have injury histories, it's one thing to have knees and like shoulders and back and whatever. Obviously some of them are more serious than others and can linger, but concussions is a real tough one yeah. because concussions, first off, it's a contact sport, a physical sport where your head is open to be hit. Absolutely. Making tackles, getting tackled, yeah. whatever the case may be. And concussions are something they can end your career real quick. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah, especially, especially, yeah, especially in the NFL, especially, especially in the like NFL. Big yeah. they're yeah. big boys hitting you, and with all the the news about the CTE and the concussion, all that all that stuff coming on right now, doctors are just going to be like, "You're not going to, you can't play. Yeah, you don't get to sneak around anymore. Like you could, it's up to you, but I mean, just know. I don't even know how much. Fucked. I don't even know how much it is at this point. I think some team doctors. We're literally saying now because they don't want the NFL doesn't want these lawsuits on their hands. If they see a guy get five, six concussions, it's bad luck. And you because you know luck. where that leads, and they don't want that problem. So they're gonna be like, right now, they're gonna be like, you know what? Sorry, but you're you're done. I know. So yeah. that's something that does like, worry me. Having a family, you enjoy remembering who they are. Yeah, you gotta fucking stop. Yeah, you know. So, Otherwise, you'll probably kill them. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> It happens. Uh, but I I love Jalen Phillips, the player, uh, and they added you know, I, I personally think he's the best pass rusher in the class. Um, I have a, a updated pick for the Eagles. The Eagles are drafting. Landon Dickerson. God damn it. Yep. Center slash guard. That's a great pick. So you know, with that pick, they're preparing for Jason Kelsey to exit next year, right? Probably, yeah. Maybe but but so. again, Dickerson, you can he can play and center or guard. Met with him probably multiple times, so I'm not surprised to see them go there. Um, I, again, I really would have loved to see a center. We need corners. We really do. You do. Yeah, you do need, need cornerbacks. Back, uh, you but can't lie. Going offensive line here with Dickerson and on the board. he's the best one on the board. You said we we're, were talking. He's not, the best player available on the board. Yeah, I was gonna say not only is he the best offensive lineman on the board, but he's I th- I had him going into day two the best player available on the board. Obviously, the concern with him is the ACL, but. If teams are saying he checks out fine, he checks out fine. Uh, I'm, I, I'm happy with it. Um, just just a quick note real fast. The Bengals are on the clock, and they're trading their pick to the uh, New England Patriots. Interesting. So okay. the Patriots are now on the clock here. Um, Very so, interesting that the Bengals would do that with Tevin Jenkins on the board. I know, man. I know. They just I, don't want to give Burrow any help. I, I don't. Guess maybe because they think he's going to drop. And if the Patriots trade with the Bengals, how, how many spots are they dropping back? 
it's probably uh, like 10, 10 spots. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Patriots are picking 46, Bengals are at 38. Yeah, so just about. Yeah. Uh, so they're probably, you know, they're probably getting the third, uh, maybe a fifth with that. Have, but the way the shit's going down right now, I don't have time to analyze who players. I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. It's, it's going so quick, which I'm actually happy you know, about because. Better. I kind of like just talking about yeah. this, and then when shit comes in, we just fucking address it. Yeah. Which is nice. But, okay, so, hey, I would love to hear you guys' opinion. We've got two Giants fans in the house. How is the Eagles draft so far? So far, I give the Eagles an A. At least an A, uh, could even be an A plus. Uh, the, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say A to A minus, and the only reason I would not give them an A plus is because they aren't addressing cornerback, which okay. I think is maybe the biggest area of concern. But you got Devonte Smith, uh, who is one of the best wide receivers in recent memory, coming out, won the Heisman Trophy, which is never heard of, and they just landed. I would say the top interior offensive lineman in this class. Yeah. Counting out the the guys that are tackles that are moving yeah, inside. Guys, yeah, but yeah. Landon Jacobson can play center and play guard, which is huge for teams. Teams love guys that can play center. He was the best player on my board uh, going into day two. Should have been a first-round talent. Obviously, the injuries were a concern. That's why he dropped. Yeah. But I love that pick for the Eagles. So far, I think they've had a great draft. So, as I mentioned previously before, I'm sorry, what do you think about the Eagles? Uh, I think uh, you guys did great. The, my anger is towards the Cowboys, really. <laughs> but you know what? They're going to get what they're going to get, and they decided to pick Parsons. I mean, typical Cowboy fashion. Yeah. You know, going for uh, the troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Parsons, I know you're going to be... Don't come at me, okay? <laughs> Please, God. Don't be, don't haze me. I promise I'm just a, a good little Christian boy. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, so, as we were discussing that, um, the Patriots made their pick and they took uh, Christian Barrymore. Thank God. Why? So, that means the Giants aren't going to pick what? him. Well, the Giants don't need him. They weren't going to go there anyway. I think Christian Barrymore is good. However, the dude played about 40% of the time on Alabama. Like on, he was on the field about 40% of the time. He has great pass rushing ability for an interior lineman, which is the, the good. But the bad is, if he ain't doing that, th- there's games where I, ju- I don't see him. Like, I, I don't see him. He, he pops in and out. He's one of those guys. And like I'm sorry, if you're one of those defensive tackles that you're jumping in and you're not playing you know 70 80 percent of the snaps i don't think you should be a, a round two pick i, I mean I, don't, I don't i can't i can't fault you thinking that way because when the i mean i was talking about this previously before the throw for the draft that the eagles were rumored to possibly take him at five yeah at well but he was again people were looking at him in the first round yeah. i i knew he was gonna go in the first two rounds and by the way after him this draft sucks on interior defensive linemen. Oh, it's it no the, the entire draft is it's it's, it's probably the worst defensive like, interior defense. Well, it's actually it's not a good edge rusher. It's not a good defensive lineman it's class not, at all. You never see that. No, it, it's arguably the worst in in recent memory. Yeah. Um. And and yeah, I uh, I guess it's okay for them, but. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I really I don't know. Think, I think he's probably a good fit for New England. Yeah, you know? and Belichick, Belichick will use him 
well. Yeah, I, th I think so too. And they could definitely use some more pass rushing. Uh, I mean, across the line, but that's that's what he's good at. Is yeah. kind of like an Aaron, don't you know misquote me no, here. No, of course, of course. But he's like an Aaron Donald in terms of he can get after the quarterback. Like from the for that yeah, too. Like, like, don't quote he me. He is this, but he like, is nowhere near Aaron Donald. Yeah, no talent, one really but, is. Honestly. Yeah, he's pretty right. good. <laughs> yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, okay, we have, we have we have a Barmore fan in he's the house here. He's a player. He's a player. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's not not terrible for New England. It's not. Um, I don't know. Maybe if he's valued more because the defensive draft, defensive line draft, is quite that de well. Bad. Definitely, that's definitely so, why he is. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, got to be it. And people love guys that can get after the quarterback. I would just like to see more from him. And hey, maybe there is more from him. So yeah. in that case, it could turn out to be a steal. Right. Uh, but yeah, I I I I don't know. All right. So with that said, we got the bang, uh, not bang, I'm sorry, excuse me. Uh, the Panthers on the board. How do you view their draft so far? Well, I think we uh, both. Never mind. We don't have the Panthers on the board. They just traded their pick. Shocking. <laughs> I feel like they traded to the Chicago Bears. Bear, so, bear, bear, I'm glad the Bears traded up because I want to talk about how fucking awesome it is that they drafted Justin Fields. Ah, uh, great pickup. I believe Justin Fields is from the area, too. Uh, yeah. So, uh, great. My second best quarterback in the draft this year, I, I, I love Justin Fields. I'm glad that he goes to a team that has a lot of – they don't have a lot of holes, really. They have Allen Robinson, who's – a top 10 receiver. Yeah. Uh, Some would say top eight. We're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> uh, Wait, who's in top eight? Sunday. Oh, Man, Sunday loves Allen Robinson. Yeah. But uh, they, have a, they have a stacked defense. Uh, they have a running game with David Montgomery. Their offensive line, they want to kind of build up a little bit more. But they have a good – it's a perfect fit. And the Bears pick is in, and they select Tevin Jenkins, tackle out of o Oklahoma State. Love this pick for the Bears. A lot of people had them going um, him in the first round. Actually, oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. That's huge. Uh, uh, definitely one of the top tackles uh, in the class. Big, mean. Uh, definitely can play tackle, too. Not guy that you have slated for guard. But uh, – Bears want to shore up that offensive line that was once strong. And last year they just were – the run game just could, – they couldn't – David Montgomery could not run behind them. No, uh, so I love this pick for him, especially if you got Justin Fields either this year or next year starting, shore up that offensive line. Yep. Put, put pieces around. The Bears are not far off from being a very complete team. They're not. They're really not at all. And getting a tackle to help Justin Fields because – I mean, they can say quarterback one and go all they fucking want, but Justin Bill's going to be the answer here. And if you get Tevin Jenkins to tackle, that's a huge get for them. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And a lot of people had him going in the first round too. Yeah, so, I mean, first round talent for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So huge get for the Bears for sure. Uh, before we get into our next pick, which will be the Atlanta Falcons, Hunt, you opened up a new beer. What we what we were? I, I sure did. I sure did. Um, I gotta say, Hop Valley. Now I'm going to come back with the Mango and Stash Mango IPA. I got to say from the first one we did to this one, big improvement. Big it improvement. Yeah, I, mean, I got to be honest with you, Tommy. I'll <laughs> give this one 
A B plus. Okay, all right. A B plus. You know they're they're working their way up to an A. I'll trade your Budweiser. But you know, just like a fucking dad who's pissed at his son for getting a C in a class, they come back and they get the B plus. What's what what's it taste like? Um, you know, typical IPA, but just a little bit of mango to it. Not too sweet, where you know you're you're climbing on to the fucking seltzer train, but I like it. It's got that little that little bit of mango taste to it. That uh, it was a fanny. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the alcohol content on that? This bad boy. Let's take a look. See. I can't fucking see it. It's a beautiful can, though. By the way, six percent. So, so, so we're really like, going down alcohol, yeah. going up in Other taste. quality. And you know what? I'll take it. that because sometimes it's what you got to do. You got to do it. Yeah, I'm excited to try that from Hot Valley. I know. I'll trade your Budweiser for one later on if you guys have an extra one. That's, I don't know about that trade. We have to talk to you I know. Mean, talk, talk, we'll talk to the we'll, we'll talk to the front office. We'll talk to the front office a bit. If you maybe throw in a Cape May IPA, you know, then we can maybe do a little business. You guys can fuck off. We'll yeah. talk. Anyway. To, we'll talk to Jerry Jones about that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I open up a new beer. It's Budweiser. It's fantastic. The king of beers. King of beers. Hey, how is that? Nothing more to say. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Nothing more to say than that. Excellent. Budweiser is the way to go, always. Anheuser-Busch, hope you're listening. Speaking of Budweiser, the Atlanta Falcons have just drafted a safety, yeah. not named Trevon Moerig. Who? What's his name? Richie Grant at University of Central Florida. Interesting. I don't know why. If you're going to go safety, you don't take Trevon Moore. I don't get it. Is there something going on? Like, was there a Laramie Tunsil situation here? I don't know. Someone might have had some intel on him or something because that's the only reason. I mean, that's the only reason I have for him dropping this far. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. But I, I don't know too, too much about Richie Graham. I I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know anything about Richie yeah, Graham. Yeah. I don't. I can't even give you if it's a good pick or not. I'll have to do some more research. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll get back to you on that. But yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what's not. A, the pick, I'll right. tell you what's not a good pick. Plain and simple, it's Detroit at forty-one, yes. going Levi. I can never pronounce his name on um, word. I'm gonna try my best right now. Can I do? Can I try? Go for it. On Wu Zurike. That was terrible. Why is that bad? <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? No, that's, pro- that's, pro- that's probably how you pronounce it. I put it. my everything into that. That's this. probably how you pronounce <laughs> it. To be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, that my first weekend in Miami. That's what I took. <laughs> I was on Super Three K. Um, I bet that was a terrible week because this is a terrible pick. But I mean, Awful. I I like I kind of like what they're doing because they're going like offensive tackle in the first round. They're going uh, defensive. They uh, have so many in. needs. I know they do, but, but like the value. I know the value is not there. However, they went Penny Sewell in the first round, so that's an awesome pick for them. However, if I was a Lions, I'm looking at every opportunity to trade back at that point. I agree. The picks. If you're going to go defensive, if you're going to go defensive, interior defensive line, yep. trade back. Because again, too, you need wide receivers. You got Terrace Marshall sitting right there. You got Rondell Moore. Still on the clock. Uh, I thought he wouldn't make it past both. Linebackers. You got Jeremiah Owosu Kemaroa out of Notre Dame. Ah, just so many better Who's picks. That shit on him, by the way. Why exactly. Why is he dropping? I don't know. He can play safety. Uh, everything. But uh, yeah, I don't like that pick at all. Um, and that brings us to the Giants at 42. And ladies and gentlemen, we have another trade back from Mr. Dave Gettleman. Who is this man? (laughs) The man who never trades back has traded back twice 
in this draft, and he's gotten another pick for 2022, a third-round pick for Miami. Love this trade for the Giants. I love the stockpiling on the 2022 draft, which is a super strong and super deep class. They now have double picks in the first, third, and fourth round for next year. I hear Moving next back. year has the eyes set on all the evaluators and scouts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the holy grail. Yeah. So, And a lot of teams were hesitant to trade those picks. And right now, some of the teams that have a lot of draft capital in this year's draft don't right. seem too hesitant. And it's, the Giants are taking advantage of it. It's a hard draft to evaluate with the odds outs and all that kind of shit with the COVID situation. Yeah, it's tough. So it's tough, for, it's tough for it to evaluate. It's but. tough. But I love what the Giants are doing. They moved back yeah. eight slots uh, to pick up 50. I don't like what the Dolphins did here, maybe. Um, I think I, Walker Little on the board, you know, you could have went there. Yeah, know. so the, the, the Dolphins picked Liam Eichenberg, uh, tackle out of Notre Dame. I want to mention a guy that we, we never mentioned before, but I, I see a lot of, like, talk about him. Dylan Redunds Yeah, I like North Dakota State. I like him a lot too, but you know what, though? Eichenberg is a guy that he's going to play tackle. He's probably better suited at right tackle, okay. but he – is a true tackle. He played against a lot tougher competition than um, Dylan did, and they need they needed a tackle. They were rumored that they might be going Sewell. They passed up on him. Uh, so going Eichenberg, I, I, I like that pick. Uh, they needed a tackle. He probably slots in at their right tackle position. Uh, you know, he's a captain at Notre Dame, so you know he's, he's got some leadership qualities there. Uh, I like that pick for Miami. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a good tackle. It's going to give Tua that much more protection. Building up, I love building up in the lines. You know, get 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 as many like you know offensive and defensive linemen you can. Trenches. I'm a big old fashioned guy in that. I think the games are won and lost in the trenches. So you know, they see their guy at tackle, go for it. You know, get him. Um, so that brings us to the next pick: the Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, and finally, and finally, yeah. Finally, on two fronts. Yes. Finally, Trevon Morig is selected. And finally, the Las Vegas Raiders make a good pick. I, I knew you were going there because I, I, you're so critical. Like, you criticize the Raiders, and rightfully so. Every move. Because it seems like as if they have their own world that they're living in in draft evaluation. So, I mean, you see tons of reaches for them, even the past couple of years since Mayock and Gruden have been there. God, so this is actually the surefire great pick for the Raiders, hundred percent. Probably the best pick, honestly, in quite a few drafts. I, I feel like the Raider. I feel like Mayock and Gruden just are two completely different people who butt heads. But you know how sometimes you got like two people that are so different that they make they work together well and they make the right pick because they can you know see one side, the other sees the other. They're the opposite. Yep. They both just completely split, and it's all in disarray, and then they make a terrible pick, and that's exactly what they've been doing. But they finally landed uh, a good pick here in Mo Rig. Yeah, I honestly number one safety on the board for me. Easy, I had easily. The first round, I had him going in the teens. So this is a lot of people had him. Going I, in the first I I probably had him going in the twenties, but first round yeah. nonetheless, and absolutely. easily my top safety on the board. Yeah, I can't so. believe he's fall. I don't know what it is with top safeties and falling. Like I don't Xavier know. McKinney last year, yeah, um, yeah. fell to us. But is it like a new direction that we're going in? We don't really value but, safety. But then, guys. but then we're seeing other safeties go up front, and yeah. ones that yeah. are expected to go in the third and fourth rounds. I Good don't point. know. It's it's strange. Good but, point. Uh, 
All right, so it brings us up to our both of our division rivals, the Dallas Cowboys, and yeah. they selected cornerback Kelvin Joseph out of Kentucky. And again, a little bit of a head scratch, not too much of a head scratcher. No, like, because the talent is there. Talent's there, but again, in cowboy fashion, character issues. Uh, um, what we got? Our buddy Matt Sunday is I know, not, he's not, too. not happy. Yeah, he's not happy at all. But uh, I was I was going to mention that, and I don't want to break up your thought either, though. But but Asante Samuel Jr. sitting on the board right there. I think he's my next best cornerback. Uh, and I thought the Cowboys would be all over that. They would have been like, "Oh, sweet, he fell to us." Because I didn't see him falling this far in this round. I know a lot of teams yeah. are high on him. And after all this talk about Stephen Jones being this great talent evaluator, good drafter, and they had a lot of good drafts the past year, but this year. They're fucking up. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking up. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll we'll definitely come back to that. But I just want to talk about now. I mean, we're we're just catching up a little bit, but yeah, yeah. Jacksonville. Well, um wait, let me ask you first. Yeah. How do you think the, the Cowboys are doing so far? I mean, they went Parsons in the first round. They traded back with the Eagles. Parsons is a good talent. Again, with yeah. the character issues. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the right pick for them. I, I I could see that if maybe they wanted to go like Rashawn Slater and just add another I offensive. That was going to be the fucking. Pick. Yeah, I could have seen that. I could I could have seen that. But again, offensive line is still a strength regardless of injury for them. Uh, and you're just throwing another guy into there, and defense is their big concern. And while you think that linebacker is the one position that they have set, Vander Esch can stay on the field. Jalen Smith's play has kind of gone a little bit downhill uh, since he, you know, first started. Yeah. And Micah Parsons, he can play all over the field. He can rush the passer. He can drop back into coverage. He can play the run. Like he's easily the best player on the, the best player on the field for them on defense immediately. Yeah, he's a plug and play and, like starter. He possibly he could be an all pro. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. He's probably the best athlete in this class. Yes. And. Too, you you were gonna pro after the draft didn't turn out your way. You're probably picking them him at ten. They traded down with the Eagles, much to my dismay, <laughs> and they still got their guy at thirteen. Got another pick. It had to That's happen. a good I move. Think people would be in picket signs and Howie Roseman's front yeah. yard if they didn't get Devontae Smith. For sure. There, so. For sure. Um, but the Calvin Joseph, I, I'll have to come back to it. I, I can't really evaluate it too much right now. I mean, he's got talent for sure. Uh, I think there's a better cornerback on the board, but. Not he might have been the next best cornerback on the board for me. So not nothing too crazy there. So then we got the Jags up, and finally another good player gets taken off the board. Walker, Walker Little. Little. Um, I had him going a little bit sooner than uh, forty-five, but it's what I wanted. It's where I wanted the Jaguars to go in the first round at the end, at the tail end. Well, to get that line solidified for Trevor. So I remember too. Walker Little, Little hasn't played for two years. He was supposed to be in the draft, uh, I believe, two years ago, or, but especially last year, and he was expected to be a top 10 pick. And even this year, he was supposed to be like an early selection as well, but the injury yeah. history and then the opt-out, that pushed him down the board. So the talent is there for Walker That's Little. It's such a tough year, man. We, yeah. we, we just said that. And yeah, and I don't know if he's going to be playing tackle or guard, but definitely a good pick for Jackson. But we talked about this earlier, shore up that offensive line. He's a solid, solid player if he's on the field. So I, I like this pick a lot. Yeah, I, I do too. I think it's a, it's a great pick for the Jaguars. I like this a hundred times better mm -hmm. than um, 
Oh, who's that running back? Etienne? Etienne. <laughs> Etienne. I keep fucking it up, man. You, it's it's tough. It's a tough name. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Etienne? Etienne. Etienne. So I like this 100 times better than Etienne. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I'll say it again. I love building from the trenches. Mm-hmm. Love it. 100%. And again, building from the trenches for the Bengals coming up at number 46, going for uh, Jackson Carmen. I would have went Dylan Redunds. Yeah, yeah. But um, what do you think? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm I still don't stuck know. I'm still stuck on that Dylan Redunds name. It's not even just that for me. It's just I feel like they kind of missed their mark trading back and not taking Tevin Jenkins or one of the other guys there. Yeah. Uh, I think they had their pick. They, You know, they regardless if they went Jamar Chase or Penny, Penny Sewell, they wanted to shore up that offensive line for Joe Burrow, and yeah. they've kind of still like been like, ah, oh, no, it's not really our top priority. And for whatever reason, yeah. If um, if we're going by size, like wise, I think he's pro ready because he's six five, three thirty five. That's a that's a big man. So I big think, man. yeah, big man. big man. So I think he, I think, I think if we're going by that, he's he's probably a plug and play tackle there. He's going to have to be a plug and play tackle there. But where did he go to school again? Uh, Clemson. Clemson. Okay. Yeah, Clemson. That's school Clemson. So, I mean, I said in the beginning I would have went Dylan McDonald's, but yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. Maybe they see a good fit there for the offensive scheme that they have going on there. You know, so I can't, I can't, I can't penalize them for that. Um, so that brings us to the Chargers at forty-seven, and we're almost about caught up here. But uh, they went Asante Samuel Jr. Oh. Chargers are good thing by the Chargers. Chargers have because they just didn't they, they cut Casey Hayward, didn't they? They did. They did. So they, did. they have um they still have um shit. Who's that who's under the corner? Chris Harris. Yep. Chris Harris is still there. And Der- Derwin James Derwin back. James coming back, hopefully he comes back. Yeah. I would God, he has so much talent. Yeah, I'd love to see how he performs there. Um I think that's another team that really lucked out in this draft so far. You know, they took um, Rashawn Slater in the first round, great pick, and I, I thought I, I thought he was a top ten talent in my opinion. So I mean, you, you get Rashawn Slater, a plug and play guard slash tackle, probably more of a guard, and then you get Asante Samuel Jr. to go out there and start from day one at corner. So I think it's a good job by the Chargers. Great value too, great value. And then I think we have San Francisco up next, if I'm not mistaken. They're up next, yeah. Um, so they went Trey Lance. If I was them, I really would have went um, Justin Fields. I don't think we should even be upset with what no. they did because they still made the right decision in not going Mac Jones. <laughs> this so, is true. This is true. So yeah, I did, and I love Trey Lance's potential. I know um, you do. I think that his potential is higher than Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is the safest, safer option. Yep. Um, maybe the safest option, but uh, I agree. But he's definitely the safer option. But needless to say, e- either one of those picks wouldn't have been the bad move for me. Um, so the Trey Lance pick, great pick. That's that's an A for me. Uh, and so it, it's interesting to see what they do here. Uh, I see a lot of great players on this board. I see Terrace Marshall Jr. there. I see Aziz Oluwari. I oh, I hope him. I hope he falls. I know, me too. I see Jeremiah Wosu Camaro. They really don't need him. But uh, he's they need there. second. They need secondary help. Nick Bolton, uh, Rondell Moore, Cosme. Cosme's there yep, too. Cosme's still there. You know, um, we're getting into the. Well, I mean, that, that's not really saying much, but we're getting into like the reaches. But I mean, you see a lot of teams. I, I'm I'm gonna say 
Look at Jamar Johnson, uh, safety out of Indiana. I think that'd be a good pickup for them. Yeah, need another safety back there. Uh, he's, I'd, I'd say he's the best safety still on the board for me. Yeah. I actually really like him a lot, um, and it's good value. What about them going Pat Freyamuth here? But but they have George Kittle. I know. But, like what do we? Know, Kyle Shanahan likes his options. I know, so. I know. But I feel like you can add another. Uh, Tight end a little bit later, Hunter Long from Boston College. Great name. Great name. Hunter Long. Yeah. Very long. <laughs> Hunter Long. Very long. They don't, do they need a tackle? No, they're offense. They have uh, oh, Trent yeah, Williams. That's right. Oh, my yeah, God. Who was the yeah. best tackle in the league last year. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it, if I had to guess, I think they go Terrace Marshall. I'm going to say Jamar Johnson, safety out of Indiana. That's yeah. my pick. Right, that's, that's not a bad thing yeah. either, especially because, you know, they got John Lynch picking them mm-hmm. back there too. So there's, you might have a little bit more value with a safety option. There's also Elijah Molden, safety out of Washington. Yeah. I like, and, but. You know, and we, we've uh, gone to show that we cannot predict the safety market. Here. No, exactly. No so one who, who knows? I, so, yeah, I actually kind of doubt that it is a safety, but they do need a safety. I do like some of the safeties that are still on the board. There's Aaron Robinson, the cornerback out of UCF. Yep. Um, Darius Washington, safety out of TCU. Uh, there's a lot of names. Actually, the there's also the cornerback from uh, Syracuse. I can never oh, I can never pronounce his name, but I feed you uh, Melifonwu. Professional on pronouncing names. Afiatu Melifonwu. All right, you know what? That just sounded good. Right? That's that right. just sounded yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You need a pronunciation guy here. You know, I'm that guy, you know? But well, I agree. You struggle, you struggle with ETN. Okay, but. Well, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> I think that would be a good pick for them there. He's been rising up boards, yeah. too. There's a lot. He, he's one of the Ar- biggest sleepers. Aaron Robinson mm-hmm. be good there. Um, they, they just lost Richard Sherman. So, cornerback could be very likely a pick here. So, I don't know. I, I could see it being secondary, cornerback or safety. Okay. Hey. All right. So, go to get your head. Pick and why. I like Jamar Johnson, honestly. Okay. Uh, I just think he's he's a prototypical safety, uh, play the free safety position. I, I, I like that pick. I'm going to stand by it. I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Terrace Marshall Jr. here. Okay. I think it's hard to ignore his size and advantage he has playing the NFL level. 6'3", 200, his wingspan is fucking ridiculous. Oh, he, he's he the ta- talent there, but, you know, he's got – there's there's uh, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and you still have George Kittle as, you know, tight they'll end. Find, they'll find a place for him. They'll definitely they'll find a place for him, for sure. Um, yeah, well, I mean – um, I don't know where I don't know where else they can go here. Terrace Marshall just makes the most sense for me, but um, I don't know. I, uh, regardless, Trey Lance, I don't know how I really view him and as as a starter in the NFL level. I think I think he's a good pick there. <laughs> so with that discussion, you know, I left off with Trey Lance, and as I'm talking here, uh, the uh, Niners make their pick. Aaron Banks, guard out of Notre Dame, a little bit of a reach. Um, a little bit is uh, is understatement. Yeah, yeah, and hey, I mean, you see the stuff happen and shit. I'm, I mean, you know, John Lynch and Kyle Shan, they know what the fuck they're doing over there. And you know what, too, interior line is tough to like rank. Like, there's a lot of good interior linemen every single year. You see random guys that 
show up throughout the yeah. draft that play well, um, mainly because they're guys that don't make bad mistakes. They're at least solid enough where they're not noticeably bad. Okay. So that's where Aaron Banks, you know, could be a good pick for them. You know, another interior. They didn't need a tackle or anything. So adding another guy in there can't really hurt too much. Right. No, I mean, that's fine. I mean, guards, I feel like you could find them, I don't want to say pretty easily, but I mean, if you see a, if you see a guy at a guard position where you rank him that high, I mean, you go ahead and take him yeah. regardless of where we where anybody else ranks him. Yeah. So Aaron Banks, you know, good ad there. Yeah. I mean, fine. fine. Trey Lance. You know, that's a, you can always take that to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> hey, zing it, girl. So uh, that brings up the Cardinals at 49, and they went a position where they didn't really necessarily need, mm-hmm. but I love this player. Me too. I'm a big fan of him. Me too. I saw him going earlier in the second round. I'm surprised he's there at 49, but I love him. He plays angry. Rondell Moore, by Rondell the way. Rondell Moore is the wide receiver from Purdue, and a great pick for them. I mean, they do have Larry Fitz still there in Lingo. I don't know if he's going to retire. Yeah, now. I don't know yet. They have um, A.J. Green that just signed. They have DeAndre, Kirk there. DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre obviously. Hopkins. You know him? Yeah, <laughs> my buddies. He's a good guy. So he's, he's going to – I don't know how he's going to fit there. I don't know yet. They only have so many snaps. That's what I'm saying. Receivers, you know? But – but this offense is going to be electric. Like yeah, yeah. Rondell Moore, first off, he's five foot seven. He plays like he's six foot five. He does. Like he and he is tough to take down. His comparison is uh, Steve Smith. Very. That's a great comparison. Yeah. That's a great comparison. Yeah. He is tough to take down, and he runs hard when he gets the ball in his hands. Bubble screens, he can take off. Yep. So I think it's a great pick. I just. And again, too, you know, AJ Green and Larry Fitz—they're there for one year. Yeah, top. So yeah. and Larry Fitz can, might even still retire. Like yeah, exactly. You know? So it, it, it works in the long run for sure. Does, does this make um, Christian Kirk expendable here? Kind of, because Ronald right. Moore's going to play in the slot, and yeah. that's where Kirk plays. But right, I mean, too, you can get rid of DeAndre. No, obviously right, not. Yeah. But yeah. I think down the road. I mean, it also depends on how A.J. Green looks this year. He might earn himself another year there, but they yeah, definitely... I think he's fucking done. Probably. Yeah. But I'm saying... He'll get two touchdowns. They're, 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 they're going to need another, like, big red zone target in the future. Right now, they don't need it at all. No, they, don't they don't need any receiver at all. It's probably one of the stronger yeah. offenses in the NFL. Easily. If not the strongest. Easily. So, Top five easily. I know this is kind of early, but I just want to go into saying that Kyler Murray should be your quarterback in fantasy football this year. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So, Connor, I'm not going to say anything with this next pick. I'm going to let you fucking go off because I know you have a lot to say about this because you were a big fan of this guy, and the Giants made the selection at 50. So, I'm, I'm, I am I'm love this guy as a player. I think he's going to be a great player in this league. His pro comparison is Yannick Ngakwe. So, with that said, Connor, go off, please. Let me just say. Giants, Giants, Giants. <laughs> Hunter, please. You're both a big Giants fans. I want to hear both of you on this. Come on. It's a big pick. I cannot stress enough how much I love what Dave Gettleman, Joe Judge, everyone else involved in the drafting process has done in this draft. I believe you owe Dave an apology. I do. I do. And I'll start off. I am sorry, Dave Gettleman, because you know what? You have adapted, and 
the first the first round, it was a great trade down, getting great assets and still ending up with a great player. Then in this round, trading down eight spots. So most likely, there's probably a couple guys on your board there, but you're most likely going to end up with one of them. And this but is, this is you have run. to you you have to assume that Olujari was their guy at 42. Because this guy was considered at 11. This isn't even just a home run. This is a home run, a bat flip, and a middle finger to the pitcher. And out of the park. This is a out huge gap. Huge gap. And I love it. I mean, this guy was not only considered at 11, but he was a first-round talent. Uh, the reason he slipped, I think, were some knee concerns, but he was medically cleared, no issues, still played every game at Georgia. This guy, who I – have as one of the best pass rushers. A lot of people have him as the best pass rusher in the class is a steal, an absolute steal at yeah, 50. And, and you know what? You got a third round pick next year in a loaded draft. And it's a lot of teams, you know, you're picking best player available and you can make it work later, but yeah, yeah. Jari fits Patrick Graham's scheme. So well, that was kind of my concerns with Quiddy Pay and Gregory Rousseau and some of the other guys were like, okay, like, yeah, there's some, there's some potential and there's some talent there, but are they going to fit Patrick Graham's scheme? You know, we play, we move around a lot, go from three fours to four threes, a bunch of different schemes, but the base is a three, four pay and Rousseau. They're more of a four, three traditional defensive end. We needed an edge rusher. Yep. This is exactly what this and kid he can is. Stand up and rush exactly. Him, exactly what this kid is. I love this pick and not even being a Giants homer because my co know. my co-host will tell will tell you I am the most critical of yeah. the Giants draft picks. This is probably my favorite pick of the second round. In oh, terms of got, in be. terms of value uh and need. You just can't get much better. This than one that. sticks out more than the other ones, and I, I hate to laugh, but like I can't. I love how the, the insight you give with the Giants. I really do because you you break it down. I love it. You give your your side of it, how it fits, all that kind of shit. It, it, it's awesome, and I agree with you one hundred percent. I think this is my favorite pick of the second round. It sticks out the most. I'm looking up and down the board, and I my, my eyes kind of wide open when I see the Giants pick as he's Olari. Just, just value and you know pulling the tr pulling off the trade down and still getting your guy is just always such a good relieving feeling. It is, it and is. to get a guy that was projected to go in the first round at pick fifty is just tremendous. And I can't Way say to go, enough. <laughs> just move. a great, great job by the Giants and, front office. And by doing it, you get a pick fucking next year in the third round, you know? And again, this was the same yeah. thing, same thing with the, the first trade, where that was almost like the main like it was like, okay, who who the fuck cares who we pick? I mean, I did I did care, but the main the main factor in this is the picks next year. Yep. And you could say that about this trade too, but they picked the right guy. They the did. right guy fell. They they scooped him up, and now they have they're set up to build a, a contending team over the next two yeah, years. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. You should be. You both. You both should be excited yeah. about this pick. And I, I I I can't I can't stress enough how excited you both should be. But I know you, I, you could talk about the Giants till my ears fucking bleed. So we're gonna move on to the Washington <laughs> Football Team, and we're gonna go to Samuel Cosme, tackle out of Texas, going to the football team there. 
I think that's a great pick. For Love them. it. Yeah, I do too. I really do. Um, I had him going in the first round, possibly even like um, early, early second, second early second. Um, yeah. So I think it's a good pick for them. He solidified the offensive line that much more. He was another guy too that was. Uh, you know, before last year, he was projected to go, you know, maybe top 15. Like yep. he, 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 he was up there. Uh, so guys like that, you know, dropping and you know, scooping them up at 51, right. a team that is, they're a weird team in, uh, across the offensive line because they have guys that I think a lot of guys overachieved last year, but they played well. Yeah. And so you kind of have like some question marks where you don't know, like, are, is this sustainable? Are they going to continue this play or what? But you add another piece there to solidify that offensive line where he can play tackle guard, yep. whatever, you kind of like Brandon Sheriff where he up. moved in. So great pick by the Washington football team. Uh, so far, I mean, the NFC East has made, has had a really good draft they in general. All teams, yeah. except um, we can, we'll we get into that later. Yeah. When the Cowboys, Cowboys I'm a little skeptical. On Kelvin Joseph, here. yeah, and uh, you know, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that. They address a need, yeah, which is good still enough. One of the picks later on, but yes, okay. yes. Okay. So let's move on to my second favorite pick of the second round, and that is the Cleveland Browns going Jeremiah Owusu Camaro. First round talent, hundred percent. He could play linebacker. He could play fucking safety. He's that fucking athletic. Value, value, value. Absolutely. I was just reading Andrew too. Barry having a great fucking draft. I was just reading too that they were considering him at twenty six. Yeah. And yeah, you mentioned that. And again, I, I, there was no doubt in my mind that he was going to go in the first round. And for I him to him fall mind. this far, I mocked him going to the Raiders at seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, and that would have been a great pick. Yeah. And for him to fall this far and Cleveland to shore up yet another defensive piece, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I was just saying this before, if Tampa if Tampa has the most complete team in the league, Cleveland has the second most complete team. They are yeah. stacked. And yeah. I think their defense might be the it's probably the best defense in the league this oh, year. Oh, dude, they're going to be beasts. Their secondary I, is I, stacked. Yeah. Their linebacking core, stacked. Their their defensive line and edge rushers Miles Garrett and yeah. Jadavian Clowney, who is who's scoring They're on this going defense? To eat Joe Burrow alive. They could win the division. Yeah. They could win the division. They could. Yeah. I, honestly, right now, I might have them as my favorites to win the division, and that's a very good that's division. Bold. That's bold, and it's a and historically good division. It is. It is, and I, I, you know, I'm not ready for that yet. I think the Ravens are I, still one. And I, I, I honestly totally fucking foul, by the yeah. way, to call the Browns, like, number one in the, in the uh, AFC North. Baker's mm-hmm. going to need to step it up, though. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. But, he, yes. but he has played well under Stefanski. And, yes. and again, too, the, the pressure is kind of off Baker because Baker can now just, like, he can just do what he does. Right. The defense is going to – they're going to make stops. Baker can just do, like, you know – if he plays like he did last year, I see Cleveland what an 11, 12, 12 round, yeah. like 12 win team. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. They could be. They very Again, well could be. I'm not ready to call them the favorite in the North. I'll wait till we'll go get there. Which yeah. I can't call ground show again. But okay. So 53, we got the Titans on the board. And this is my third favorite pick in the second round. And that's Dylan Redunds going to the Tennessee Titans from North Dakota State. Um, a lot of talent evaluators did actually see him climbing up uh, draft boards here. I actually did also see him going earlier in the second round. 
So I think that's a big get for them. Taylor Lewan, a little questionable about the healthiness mm-hmm. there. Even like Dennis Kelly losing him in free agency. I think that's going to solidify. He'll probably play right tackle, I would assume, right? Yeah. So, And they lost know, Jack Conklin they, yeah, uh, right. a year ago. Yeah. So he comes in right away and he can fill that void. Uh, and I, I, I would have liked to see them go wide receiver here with Terrace Marshall Me on the too, board. Especially uh, Corey Davis. Exactly, because, again, they lost Jonu Smith. They lost yeah. Corey Davis. A.J. Brown is a legit – I think this year he's probably a top-five receiver. Oh, you brought up a great point before you started this. Who else they throw into? Who's there? Because now they can double cover – It's just A.J. Brown. They can, double, they can double cover A.J. Yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. And, again, there's still a lot of talent left on the board. Hopefully they can add someone – down the like down the line, yeah. But I again, I see AJ Brown as a, top, a potential top five receiver this year, and yep. no one else is going to take away coverage from him. No, no Corey Davis, no Johnny Smith. Um, there's someone else there. Uh, I think they drafted yeah, last it's, it's, year. It's escaping me. Too. I know. Um, uh, shit. Um, All right, we'll pull that up. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump to the next one, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. And this is honestly after a last few like four or five picks that I totally love. This is one I don't know what to think about. Um, I'm gonna try and pronounce his name the best I can. Deo Oduwingbo, I think. Uh, close enough for me. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, uh, from Vanderbilt, the edge rusher. Um, I'm never gonna question Chris Ballard's evaluation because Chris Ballard is probably one of the best uh, general managers in the NFL, but. I didn't have this guy this high, and I know you didn't either. I didn't. Because we're and, both in the same reaction towards this. We're like, what? Like, and, and two, they just drafted Quiddy Pay in the first round. Right. Their defense is stacked. Yeah. And, again, across that line, they got Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner. Um, they, they they have weapons on the defensive side of the football. And your left tackle, Anthony Costanzo, just retired. Yeah, which so, is a big loss for them. A big loss. Uh, and, two, you could even throw another weapon – Carson Wentz's way yeah, there. Terrence Marshall's there. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you have Michael Pittman. You have Hilton back for another year. Zach Pascal. Um, and then you have, you know, uh, Jack Doyle. But I don't know. You probably add another guy to fill in that Hilton void uh, in the future. And all right. So to give this, this guy credit, he – I think he tore his ACL in January. Okay. But leading up to that, a lot of people were very high on his potential because he's very long and he's tough to he's tough to block. Yep. Uh, so he definitely has potential and could be no, another he, weapon I mean, there. I just well. think there's more needs. There are more needs for the yes. Colts. The Colts have a very good team they and they should be a, a contending for Can a deep playoff run. Absolutely. Right? I, I, they're they're a dark horse for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I would have liked. Don't win it. I don't want you to play seventy percent of the snaps. Don't win. It's going to be tough to win in the AFC. No bias. It's, it's going to be yeah, tough no, to get no, there. No bias. No bias. Yeah. Eagles cap off. <laughs> I tell you, it's going to be real tough to get there in the AFC this year with Kansas City, Buffalo, Cleveland, Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of it's, tough. It's stacked. Tough, there's tough teams uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, plus you got to with the fucking Chiefs, man. Yeah, it's rough, dude. Yeah. Even and their remake offensive line is insane. I know it's insane what they pulled off. Anyway, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to get too off topic here. Mm-hmm. I, I want to evaluate the second round. So let's go to the Pittsburgh Steelers at number fifty-five. I absolutely love this pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, going tight end here with Pat Freyamuth, 
from the Penn State. I know he got the comparison of Mini Gronk, and I know you mentioned before that Dallas Goddard also got the comparison. But I think this guy is is a is a mismatch nightmare and also a good blocker. I think he's going to transition very well in that offense, and he's going to help out a lot because he's, he could chip he could chip the ends and he could run great routes. He is your complete tight end. Yeah. 6'5", 250, has great catch radius, yep. can block, he can get open. Uh, very, very similar to what Gr- Rob Gronkowski does. Uh, pair him up with Eric Ebron, run a lot of two tight end sets. Yep. Uh, another weapon for Ben and his predecessor, or his successor. Uh, and who the fuck knows who that yeah, is? Yeah, I don't know who that is, but whatever. I mean, if you're if you're rolling with Ben, give him all the options yeah. you can. Yeah. And again, he's another block. He can help block for him as well. So and for Najee Harris. So right. Good 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 pick for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think best. Of, I think one of the best available players there at that at that. That time. too. Yeah, that too. Sorry. Like they could. They definitely could have gone other directions. They, they could have. Exactly. Went offensive line. Yeah. They've lost a couple pieces this offseason, but definitely great value and one of the best available players there. Yeah, and I agree there. Um, okay, so 56, we have the Seahawks on the board, and both of us didn't know what the fuck to do with Just this. Just yikes. Yeah, I know. I mean, Russell Wilson came in and said that he's tired of getting his ass kicked every fucking game, but they still said, hey, Russell Wilson, fuck yourself. We're going to go Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver out of Western Michigan. <laughs> and, like, let me just say, I'm not saying this kid is bad. No, I'm but, not either. I'm not saying that either. But, but why? he was projected to go in the fourth or fifth round, like maybe maybe even later. Yeah. Like, I'd say maybe, like, the the fifth round probably. Yeah. And not, not even just that. It's – there were probably – there's at least just that I can think of off the top of my head, seven Terrence seven receivers. Marshall there's still there's there. there's seven receivers that I would have taken ahead of him, and honestly, there might have been more. I just don't understand what this is such a out of left field pick. Yeah, it is. And I had to honestly, uh, we we mocked quite a few times between me and you. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the pod or even just, just us just mocking like drafts and shit. And I had to Google who this fucking guy was. I I I, I didn't. I, I he was just a, an afterthought because yeah. there's so many good wide receivers uh, available that it was it didn't we didn't expect it to come up. Not saying the kid's bad. Uh, I've seen a couple highlights. He can definitely run, um, and he's you know a de- decent size. But yep. I just there's just better options there. There is there is so, better I options. Mean, I hope it works out. But I think the wide receiver core is good the way it is. Exactly. They you had other concerns. Go, um, uh, who's that offensive lineman you wanted? Uh, Ohio State. Why Davis? Why Davis? I think Why Davis would be a good pick for that. They need a tackle. They need a guard, yeah. uh, edge rusher. They could have gone. There's yeah. a lot of good edge rushers still on the board. Hey, you got Basham still on the fucking board. Yeah, you know. But hey, they wanted to go Eskridge, and you know, Seahawks have been known to draft well, so maybe that's a good pick for them. Um, another, we're going into the Rams at 57. As another fucking player out of Google, um, Tutu Atwell. I didn't see him going that early, to be quite honest with you. So I'm very familiar with Tutu Atwell, actually, um, out of Louisville. Uh, Very small, undersized guy. Uh, Reminds me a lot of Tavon Austin or Brandon Cooks coming out. Um, yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, he's like 5'8", 155. He looks even smaller than that. Kind of like one of those like gadget players. Uh, 
one of the comparisons was uh, 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 Grant uh, in Miami. Um, um, Jakeem Grant. Jakeem Grant. Yeah. Which I think is a very good uh, a very good comparison. And if they get Jakeem Grant out of Tutu Atwell, that, that's, that's yeah. good. So, like, that's the thing is Atwell is – he can be a very – just kind of like Tavon Austin was like, you know, he uh, run. yeah, exactly. He if you run. can get him the ball in space, he's gone. He ran a four, three, five 40. Yeah. It's just, it's just tough too with those guys. Cause like so many times we see them just kind of be, they, they show up randomly. Like there's like, there, there's one or two plays a game that they're involved in and hopefully they can utilize him better. Maybe with some jet sweeps, um, you know, some bubble screens, Maybe returning punts. Um, I don't know, but again, I, I definitely like Atwell's potential more than uh, Eskridge. But again, seemed like a bit of a reach here. Seemed like you could have got him later, and there's better receivers on the board. Yeah, and you got Cooper Cup, you got Robert Woods. I I don't know where he Atwell fits. In this offense, uh, really, Sean McVay will find a fucking way. He will, he will. He'll I do trust Sean McVay to find a way. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know, because you got Cooper Cup that's playing the slot most of the time. Yeah, I mean, he can line up outside as well, but he's playing the slot. So, like, where is Atwell playing? But I guess we'll see. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. He's I mean, got potential. McVay knows a lot better than we yeah. do. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. But that brings me to 58, the Kansas City Chiefs, and this is their first selection the draft mm-hmm. and you love this guy you had him going in the love first round him. and i love this guy too i think he's a he's a no-nonsense type of fucking linebacker that you want in your defense and that's nick bolton linebacker from missouri i think he's gonna be just great i i really do i think he's gonna be a plug-and-play linebacker from day one and he's gonna like be smash mouth type of player and Steve Spagnuolo is gonna love having him in his defensive plans going forward absolutely uh i I, I I think it's a great great pick for them. Uh, he's probably my favorite linebacker in the class. Uh, that there's a lot of different ones, but just Nick Bolton, tough hitter, like big hitter, like can stop you in your tracks type guy. Uh, he's very versatile too. He can play middle. He can play outside. He can move well, like side to side yep. defender. Uh, love this pick for them. I, I think it's smart too to kind of bolster up that defense a little bit uh, along that front. Uh, I think they – I've said this on the pod before. They've had games where they've looked like a top 10 defense and they've had games where they looked like a, a bottom uh, a, a bottom 10 defense. <laughs> it's true. So it's true. I, I, and especially with the maneuvering they've done to fix the offensive line, I think this is a great pick. And Spagnuolo loves to learn from the Jim Johnson uh, school of defense. So he's going exactly. to love the blitz, disguise the blitz. Exactly. It's going to help out a lot with, with him too. So let me go for a second. This is number pick number 59 going to the Carolina Panthers. And this is one of my favorite players in this draft, Terrace Marshall Jr. About time. I know. About time going there, 59, man. 6'3", 200 pounds. His wingspan is fucking intense. He's a big fucking dude. And he's, he's another target for Sam Darnold to succeed. And I think this is – Carolina should be doing backlist for the way that their draft board – just They've been doing so, so well, so, well, so well. well, and you, again, you, again, you're doing what the Jets failed to do: is give Sam Darnold options right off the bat. 
Darnold is still young, uh, and he what he's twenty three. Yeah, give him all the options you can. You now have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrace Marshall. Yep, that's a solid receiving core, and it all is. guys do something different. So that's that's the biggest aspect of it. They're not doing the same thing. How do you think Sam's going to do there? Realistically, I think. Okay, you know, you want to go first? Or? I'm I, very I, curious. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I, I've never really seen Me too. the hype in Sam Darnold. Me too. And we've, talk, we've talked okay. about this on the pod. I'm not yeah. very high. I never was very high on Sam Darnold. I think there's talent there where he can is. be good. I never saw a top five quarterback in the no, league. I haven't either. Never. To be decided. He's it, 22. It, sure. No, I know. No, I'm saying he, know, he still has no. potential to do that. But I'm saying – when he was drafted, people were acting like he was going to be the best quarterback in the league. Well, I, mean, yeah. I so never – yeah. Sure, I'm, 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 but, but I'm saying – I'm talking about USC. Yeah. I didn't see that at USC. He threw way too many interceptions, which is – that's a problem that sticks. Okay. Way too many interceptions. Yes, he has flashes of brilliance, he but does. he also has some decision-making issues. When the, when the pocket collapses, he falls apart. Okay. If he's not, you know, he has good mobility. If he gets out when the play breaks down, fine. But sometimes he either makes a snap decision or hesitates or he kind of throws with his eyes in the cloud. <laughs> uh, and, again, I think there's still potential, and I think this is a perfect situation for him to take the next step. Yeah. I still think he can be a very good quarterback. I just don't know what his ceiling is. I don't think it's – I definitely don't think it's a top five quarterback – I don't know if it's a top 10 quarterback, but that doesn't mean that he's bad. All right. So here's this. Two, three years, Jags. They go a new quarterback? No. J- J- Jacksonville or Carolina? Carolina, I'm sorry. Carolina? Carolina? Yeah. No. No. I'll say no. I- I'll say he's good enough. I that think Sam Donald's going to be. You think he's going to last three yes. years? Yes. Depending on coaching changes. Let's just put that down. I think Matt Rule is. Matt Rule, head yeah. coach, Joe Brady. Off the point mm-hmm. there, but Joe Brady's gonna be head coach mm-hmm. at some point because he's gonna have a lot of short leash now, right? Right now that his kind of I mean, years are over. When Sam Donald got traded to the Carolina Panthers, I thought that was a great fit for him. He has Matt Rule there, who's a great head coach, Joe Brady, up and coming, new, innovative type of yep. offensive coordinator, uh, gonna be head coach one day soon. I think Sam Donald's gonna find his potential there. I would love to see. I mean, he's I- reunited with. Robbie Anderson, he's got DJ Moore there. He's got yep. Terrace Marshall Jr. there. I mean, you know, he's 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 got Christian McCaffrey. He's got, yeah. he's got, he's got a he, team. He, he has yes, he doesn't definitely has a much much better offense mm-hmm. now. Hundred percent better offense. 100%. I yeah, I would just love to see I, again. I think the league you know is what? at its best when all the quarterbacks this. are good. Sam Darnold is going to be a Pro Bowl player. That's right. bold. That's All bold. Right. And, the, re- and the reason it's bold, the reason that it's bold is because of how many good quarterbacks there are out there. It's sure. tough to make yeah, a Pro Bowl sure. nowadays. Of course. You can be really good and still miss the Pro Bowl. But the NFC in the next couple of years, you're going to see a couple of people going away. Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be mm-hmm. going away. Drew Brees is gone now. Tom Brady's going to be probably dwindling. At least we think he's going to be fucking dwindling. Sure, but then you got the Trey Lances and the Justin Fields that come in. Trey the rookies. We'll see how they pan. I'm saying in a few years. I'm, yeah, like, we'll see I pan. know. I'm saying, but they could be. I, but, but 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 Sam Donald's in the league right now. He has reps in the league as a starter. So 
I think he's going to be a, a pro bowler at this time. Yeah. So, anyway, um, how about we move on to the 50 – oh, no, I'm sorry. The 60th pick, New Orleans Saints, Pete Werner. So, my initial thoughts at Pete Werner were um, reach. That's all. That's all I got. I I uh, I don't think it's too much of a reach. I I, I like the pick. Uh, he's a solid, solid linebacker uh, that can play, you know, right in the middle for you. He's got some, he's got a little bit of speed. Played at Ohio State. You know, they have their defense is always stellar across the board. Yeah. Um, no, I, I thought it was. I thought this was actually a fine pick for the Saints. I just hate the Saints, um, man. They just, <laughs> they just, don't the Saints. they just don't make good picks. No, they don't. I don't know no, they how don't. they've they, gotten this far. They've been swinging and missing. But, yeah, but you know, Werner, it's not as bad as their first. No, no, not, not at all. That, no, but. Werner, Werner at sixty isn't that much of a reach. Um, if anything, he'd probably go like a, a couple picks later, early third. So. I don't think it's that much of a reach. He's a solid linebacker. I don't say linebacker, you know. I mean, and again, like linebackers like him, they're you pretty much know what you're getting. Like you know that he's he's got a he's a safe pick almost. Yeah. So okay. it's not like you're you're reaching and the guy could just flat out fall on his face. Like he he can play. <laughs> like you know he's gonna be playing for yeah, you. It's, so. not, it's, it's not gonna be like an adapt an adapt to like the NFL. Exactly. He's, exactly. He's gonna, he's gonna play and he's gonna he's gonna do well there. Exactly. All right. So, all right. So that brings us to the Bills at number 61. And this is, of course, one another one of my favorite picks in this round. And that's Carlo Basham Jr. from Wake Forest, the edge rusher, going to the Buffalo Bills here. Perfect Sean McDermott type of player. Perfect. I see, I see you shaking your fucking head across the table. Perfect. You love it. You love Perfect. it. Perfect. Yeah. And great value, too. Yeah, right? A lot of people had him going in the second round. Yep. Uh, he was definitely. One of the best, if not the best, edge rusher on the board. Uh, there's a couple others like Joseph Osai, uh, few a few other picks there, but Basham's great pick. Yep. Another bolstering the defense move for Buffalo, which I love. They're gonna. I think they're going back to the AFC uh, championships next oh, yeah. year. Them in Kansas City will be jockeying. Exactly. The they're gonna. They're gonna. That's gonna be yeah. kind of like a a, a new. Almost New England Indianapolis Colts rivalry in yeah. the playoffs, and, the and even with Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, Josh so, Allen versus yep. yeah. So we'll, yep. we'll we'll see we'll see how it turns out this it. year. But I love the, the the young this quarterback talent. Exactly, it's so good. Now, it's so good. We brushed over this pick between the two of us, and I didn't get your thoughts on this, but. Josh Myers, the center from Ohio State, going to the Packers, and you were like wanting to jump at this. So. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of a reach in terms of like, you know, you could have got him later, yep. but at the same time at, with the state of the Green Bay Packers right now, okay, you finally went offense yeah. and are trying to give you either give Aaron more protection or you give him another weapon. But what, what does Do Aaron something. want? You know, like I, I mean, he wants anything. Just but either he's got the Vontae Adams there, Valdez Scanling. I know you, I, okay. You, but, but they, they, I mean, he, they do well. They score points. Valdez Scantling. Aaron Jones, they signed to a new contract. I'm saying Valdez Scantling for every. I don't want them to draft another running back. No, I'm, I'm just saying, saying, but like these are just people they kept around him to build up a good offense. I know, but Valdez Scantling for every catch he makes downfield wide open that Aaron, that Aaron puts right in his breadbasket, he drops the same one on the next play or the play before it. 
He's inconsistent. Alan Lazard, I actually like Alan Lazard, but I would like him as – he's not like a dynamic number two. Valdez Scanlon isn't a dynamic number two. They haven't had a number two since Devontae Adams has been there. Get him I a mean, get him a dynamic even, slot guy. Where's their slot receiver? You can even make the argument they haven't had a one-two punch since like Greg Jennings and um, Donald, Donald Driver. Driver. Yeah, yeah, and really? Jordy Nelson Jermichael being there. there All of them. That's when yeah. they were stacked when they won the Super Bowl and they yeah. had five receiving options to go to. Yeah, <laughs> look look at that. They won the Super Bowl and they had all those options for Aaron. <laughs> and they're like, nah, this ain't working. And they, they were like, let's just have one and, like, some okay guys. I do like Alan Lazard, but definitely as a three. Baldus yeah. Gantling is a fine number four because okay, he, so yeah, good, he, yeah. can, he can get open downfield for those bombs that Aaron tosses to him, and he can make those big plays, but he right. drops so many of those. You're right. He so does, many he of those. Does make a lot of and they don't have a slot, a good slot receiver. Right. Like, give him a slot guy. Like, again, Elijah Moore would have been such a perfect pick for them earlier on. Oh, no, and they just dude. botched it. So, Myers is a, a whatever pick to me. Like, okay, okay you, you strengthen the offensive line, but it's not a sexy pick and it's not a, a wow pick. It's not. It's not. But that brings us to the next pick, Kansas City, that is a wow pick and a, a oh, bummer pick for one. me. Yeah, you were pissed. Creed Humphrey, Oklahoma center. Right, I'd have him right behind Landon Dickerson for best center in this draft. I would sign off on that. Yeah, right behind them. And just Kansas City, again, just doing what teams should do. They saw – obviously, they had the weird COVID and injury thing in the Super Bowl where half their offensive line was out. But they saw, hey, this is what happens when that – Better than ever before. When your offensive line goes down or it's not great. The whole offense falls apart. Now they're like, word, we're going to build that up and let's see you catch us now. And they're doing that. Orlando Brown, Creed Humphrey, bada bing, bada boom. Should we think about Brandon Mitchell Schwartz back? I mean, let's see. Let's see. They just signed Jarek McKinnon today too, another running back option. Exactly. Really though. All right, so last pick in the second round. I wanted this guy for a backup to Jalen Hurts, a developmental type of quarterback. Maybe we could trade him off for some assets later on. But good pick for the Bucs. Perfect pick for the Bucs. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need anybody else. They really don't. So with that said, Kyle Trask, quarterback out of Florida, um, I, I, I I think it's a good pick for them. Yeah, I mean, me especially too. Especially because Tom Brady's maybe like, what, two, three years away. He's probably gone. At least we fall this show. He's so, going to 50. And and I'm there. Do not take. Do not read into this. Like I'm comparing Kyle Trask to Aaron Rodgers. I'm just comparing. I'm just comparing the situation. It's very similar to the Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers situation, where you have Kyle Trask, who he shouldn't be. Any team that drafted him, he shouldn't be starting right away. Anyway, so he's the perfect like. Let's develop. Who better to develop under than Tom Brady? And it's like, hey, listen. You're gonna you're gonna sit and watch, wait for Tom to finally sail off in the sunset, whether that's two, three years from now, and then by year three, you're gonna get that one year to show if like you have something. If you do, we'll give you another contract. If you don't, okay, find another team. Kyle Trask wasn't gonna be getting these opportunities elsewhere. No, no, I mean, I mean, he's like he's he got drafted. 
even probably a little sooner. I, I would probably have the third round, but yeah. I mean, Buccaneers not that many needs, so no, get them while you can. Yeah, but. and again too, like, I mean, from his perspective, even though Tom has somehow avoided injury, Tom's forty three years old. Like, yeah. you gotta maybe it, from in his eyes, you'll be like, well, Tom takes one of these huge hits, he might die. You know, so I love how you mentioned Tom's forty three. I just want to, like, I saw this stat earlier. You know, Trey Lance wasn't even born yet when Tom Brady was playing in the NFL. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy because it proves just how old we are. Yeah, I know. For real, though. All right. So, I mean, uh, that kind of concludes our uh, whole second round analysis here. That was kind of like our initial reaction type because we kind of, like, went off as the second round was going on. So, I would like to go into this next one with how we've grade. The first, the first round, draft because I mean that's the most eventful, and I, I I believe that's probably the best thing to get into. So I, yeah. I really can't wait to get into that. And uh, thank you for listening, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, Connor, right. anything last any last second? Nope, that's uh that's all for me. So uh, let's uh let's dive into uh, the the first round grades. Let's go.